0: Every day is Black Friday, every day is discount day at Timu and Shein. The rise of Chinese e-commerce players and why investors and retailers should ignore these platforms at their own peril. It's Friday, November 24th. Welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. I'm Georgia Bosa with Mark Gilbert. Mark, happy Thanksgiving. How was yours?
1: Happy Thanksgiving. It was great. Deep fried turkey, watched a little football. It's warm here in LA. It was a nice Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, the football was on all day in my household as well. And, you know, I have I have young kids, so we're, like, figuring out sort of our traditions, but beautiful here in California.
1: Hard with young kids. Yeah. Uh, my niece, you know, it's hard to uh, – they don't always like Thanksgiving food. There's a lot of mashed potatoes.
0: Oh, yeah. My kids ate no- absolutely nothing that I spent <laughs> all day sleeping over. Yeah, you can't be <laughs> too
1: hard on yourself. Ideas.
0: You know what they're more excited for? Black Friday, because that's when, you know, I'm I'm getting the gifts.
1: Hopefully. Right, exactly. And that is what today, that is today's story, the kickoff of the holiday spending season, a time of gifting and discounts, and when a lot of retailers do a significant portion of their business this year. The theme we think is gonna be tighter budgets and discounting.
0: We should say that this holiday season, it, there's a lot of uncertainty around it. You've had a fair amount of warnings from retailers. And I think one thing is clear, though, is that people are looking for more discounts. That's what you hear time and time again from analysts, from CEOs. And if you are talking about tighter budgets, discount holiday shopping, we can't talk enough about the rise of the Chinese e-commerce platforms. That's Timu. That's Shein, That's increasingly TikTok. And, you know, they've really swept the American consumer over the last year or so. A lot of folks don't even realize that these are Chinese e-commerce platforms, at least in the case of Timu and Shein. This Black Friday, they could really be the new e-commerce elephants in the room, taking market share from the likes of Amazon, Walmart, and Target. We haven't talked, I haven't heard a lot about them this holiday season in particular, relating it to Black Friday and Cyber Monday, just because the discounts are always there, Mark.
1: Always Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably, you know, they, they benefit and also suffer from the fact that it's just sort of permanent discounting at Timu and, and Shein. We did a, uh, a check of discounts from, uh, you know, the latter group of companies that you mentioned, Amazon, Walmart, and Target, and they fall, you know, sort of in a normal range, somewhere between 30 and 50% on Timu and Shein. It is up to 90% off splashed across their homepages. And I would also just point out that, um, The prices on these things are shockingly low. You know, a a Shein, uh, you're talking cents. Yeah, a a t-shirt, not dollars. Yeah, a a t-shirt or like a sweatshirt from Shein, uh, which is a giant Chinese, you know, apparel um, company, might be five dollars, right, including shipping. Um, And so these things are 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 cheap to begin with. And as always, uh, what's present on their website is this, you know, the gamification aspect.
0: Yeah. The gamification aspect, spin the wheel, tap a button, free stuff. I mean, forget dollars and cents. They're offering straight up free stuff, exclusive offers. I opened up my Timu app this morning and it was just a barrage of (laughs) screens and stuff that they were offering. Um, And I think I did like one search over Halloween. I don't typically buy stuff on Timu because I find that there's a lot of junk there. But of course it remembered what I was looking for, a wig and a trophy over Halloween. So they were offering me that right. for basically nothing. That's I'm good. Inter- dig- that,
1: that speaks well for the digital ad market that you that you, that you you search once for, uh, you know, like a wig and Halloween uh, decorations. And they're tr- still going to try to serve you that for the next 12 months. Do you, do you need another? Do you need another wig?
0: No, I don't. But you know, it would have been smart. But of course, Apple has made it very difficult to track between apps right but if timu have been looking at sort of my amazon basket they could have offered me something that could have been more useful but the interesting one this holiday season because it's fairly new is tiktok right gilbert they have sort of a different style it's not gamification it's viral videos
1: you know it's something about how shopping used to be the pastime, right shopping itself used to be the activity and then an app like timu makes it into a game Uh, with a, with a, you know, sort of a wheel you can spin and sort of, you can try to rack up rewards. So that's, that's the, that's the way to make shopping even more sort of addictive and fun. Uh, The way TikTok does it instead of a game is through content, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about, um, you know, user generated content and then selling products, not selling ads, really. I mean, there are of course ads on TikTok, but selling actual products through viral videos, Um, And there's this one that's going viral right now, which is a a TikTok influencer uh, uploaded a video of her car burnt to a crisp. And the only thing that survived was a Stanley tumbler with the ice still in it. It wasn't melted. It was, you know, obviously sort of like a marketing ploy. The CEO of Stanley responded with his own video offering to, you know, send a replacement and buy her a new car. Uh, And and if you search TikTok today, there's all these options to um, buy a Stanley Tumblr through well, the, you know, the original pages,
0: the original video, let's clarify, that was not at least as far as I know, right, Jasmine, our producer, chime in here, our producer was, Jasmine's was, on
1: the line was that I that was I sort of assumed that was staged.
0: Beginning. I
2: didn't. That's a cynical take. I didn't assume that it was staged. But I think that Stanley cups have been very viral on TikTok. They're like, they were like the big thing where everyone get one for everyone in your family and your boyfriend. So it would make sense that Stanley took this opportunity, but isn't that, are they allowed to do that? Make it a marketing play without They can do anything they about- want. You,
0: you sent, Jasmine sent me something this morning about this recipe that went viral. And it turns out that like the maker of story. feta yeah. cheese yeah, hired all these influencers and that didn't really work out, but this yeah, video. And-
2: those were sponsored. Like they hashtag spawn spawncon, you know. So I think if it was if it was marketing, they would have to say so. I
1: don't know. I uh, that's so funny. Well, either either you know either case is that either Stanley jumps on uh, this opportunity to sort of like try to you know try to sort of engineer some virality, or they actually just paid for it from the beginning. I'm always sort of like super um, cynical of everything you're, you're that cynical I see on the hysterical. internet <laughs> that it's all being yeah, it's all being.
0: And I think that's fair because. I mean, the bottom line, whether this was originally a marketing campaign or it was a stroke of marketing brilliance from the Stanley CEO, it led to just huge amounts of sales. I mean, even I saw, I heard the clinking of the ice in the Burt car and I thought, wow, that's right. a pretty good tumbler. I would Maybe buy that.
1: And
0: exactly. And now, you know what? You open up the TikTok app on Black Friday and it's very easy to find. But the other stuff that they're marketing as well, I mean- I, I got to say, I was drawn in a little, you see these like viral mops, right? Right. How well they work and that's where they get you. I've always been a fan on my four-year page. I get a lot of like the Amazon buys, um, which is interesting, right? Because now TikTok doesn't want you to actually leave the site and go to Amazon to buy this stuff. They're going to offer it to you right in the app. And that's the first phase of monetization was advertising and what TikTok, Instagram, a lot of the social media platforms are trying to do now is to get you to buy right within that app. And you could say that, you know, Apple essentially <laughs> sped that up by changing their privacy policy and making it harder for these apps to track you across the internet.
1: I think that um, a key difference, and it's going to be interesting how these sort of channels develop, but that a, a common criticism uh, is that the stuff you can buy on Timu and Shein is very low quality. Um, And it's sort of brandless um, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't hold up. It's essentially junk. Um, But, you know, that's not true, of course, of like a branded, you know, of a Stanley cup, right, that you want. Um, So, you know, I do think that there's going to be an interesting shift between how much how much sort of, you know, like brand name products. I mean, Amazon has a ton of it, too. If you search for something on Amazon right now and you search for, uh, you know, like bathing suits. Uh, you know, some of the results are are brand names that you recognize that are like Nike or Calvin Klein, but a lot of the results are just sort of like brands that are you've never heard of and that are just like drop shipping, uh, you know, dirt cheap products that sort of look like something you've seen before, but don't actually. Um, you know, aren't from a recognizable company.
0: Right. And I mean, Gilbert, you and I are probably of a demographic that's been burned by some, you know, no-name brandless products in the past. So we go on, we know what we're looking for, right? That's what Amazon is good at is intent-based shopping. You want a Dyson or a Shark Vacuum or something like that that you've read about or you know, for someone recommended to you, you can get that. But I wonder for a younger demographic that has a tighter budget, is looking for those discounts, if they're willing to take, you know, a no-name robot vacuum over an iRobot. Is that? Yeah. Or, you know, another brand name. So that's maybe who they're targeting as well. But also just, you know, the American who has a tighter budget this year, like we started this podcast, we were looking for cheaper things. So we Morgan Stanley did this analysis a few months ago, right? They kind of did a side by side comparison um, of products that were both on Timu and Amazon or Walmart or Target. And I will say that these are not brand name Products. There was something like a portable washing machine, (laughs) which I mean, that's generous to call it a portable washing machine. It was like a bucket um, that (laughs) helped you wash things, small things that you could travel with, I guess. Um, But still, this was a very popular product. I mean, it had that like Amazon bestseller on it, right? Which I don't really know what that means, but maybe it means people are searching for it. It was like half the price on Timu versus Amazon. And today, Black Friday, I looked it up again it's even cheaper. It was a discount of more than 60% on Timu on Amazon, the same product, 17 bucks, same product, $60 and no discount even. I will say that
2: on TikTok, at least I think a lot of these no name products, you kind of like can trust them more when there are other influencers who have bought them already, especially a lot of these Amazon products, bought them linked to them in their bio. And you're like, this is at least quality and it feels like you can even trust the reviewer even more than if you were on just like looking at Amazon reviews because there's a face to it. And, but obviously they are like eligible for commission. They like get a commission if you click and buy from their link.
0: You know, that's so true because when you see the video and what it does, like there's a reason it goes viral. If you see a no name mop, who cares if it's working, um, you're going to click on that and buy that. And maybe. Gilbert, that's like a lost opportunity for Amazon, right? Everyone's trying to figure out social shopping, and you know, you note know that this Black Friday, there's not a whole lot of that on Amazon.
1: Where yeah, I was like, I was going to say that at? it's it's definitely still small on Amazon, but you are seeing them do, you know, uh, there'll be a photo photos and a carousel of the of the products. There'll be like five photos, and then at the end they'll have a video. Sometimes now, and a lot of people are uploading sort of video. I wouldn't call them reviews, but a little bit like video. Um, you know, videos uh, of the product in use or just three dimensionality, because I agree that when you're on TikTok, that is, it's not just that the influencer is promoting it, but you just get to see it in action, you get to see the actual thing being used, and you see, you know, a minute long video and seeing it in space and seeing the physicality of it will tell you a lot about whether usually whether it's high quality or not.
0: I will. And I'll say that a few years ago, I was in the market for a small projector and I did a ton of research, on, you know, reputable websites. I finally found the one. I bought it on Amazon. That thing is no good. The thing that I bought, it's not very smart. It doesn't connect. I won't say what brand it is, but I mean, if I were to do it again, I would look to Jasmine's point on TikTok to see something, how easily it connects. So, you know, you can see this becoming a trend, and as we talk about Black Friday for the traditional retailers, the Big Four, it, you can just see this is if this is the first year for the Chinese e-commerce platforms, or even like an Instagram, right? We don't need to just say the Chinese ones; the the platforms that are doing e-commerce Black Friday a little differently. You can see how this will be a trend, how we'll be talking more about it next year.
1: I mean, speaking of the small portable projector, that was one of the examples that Jasmine research this morning, uh, you know, you can find a small, it's not a, you know, name brand portable projector. It's under $30 on Timu. And the same one on walmart.com is, you know, uh, $45 or more.
2: Yeah, which I was surprised. It was actually very easy to find something on Amazon on Walmart that was um, comparable to something on Timu and and cheaper on Timu. I was expecting it from Amazon, but Walmart seems like their website at least has a lot of this, maybe like drop shipping, no name brands. I don't know. They're definitely like not in their stores, but their website seems separate from that.
1: Totally. And, and, and we've talked about Amazon and Walmart both have built up, built up this huge third party business, but I agree with you. That's sort of the risk is that you get, you get, um, you know, a website and an e-commerce platform that's sort of flooded with, instead of, you know, big name brand, uh, you know, appliances, you end up with all of these sort of same drop ship cheap, you know, things of questionable quality.
0: Well, we won't go into it here, but there is certainly, you know, a deeper dive that we could do on these third party merchants, right, that make up so much now of the businesses of Walmart and Amazon for Amazon. It's more than half of the marketplace or third party merchants. Many of those are in China. Amazon, you know, charges them a fee to do things like shippings and returns, etc. That's where Timu, at least that's where Wall Street says that Timu and Shein can further undercut Amazon.
1: Right. And, and, you know, people still call Amazon, a, you know, an a e-commerce giant, but it's really at this point becoming more of an e-commerce logistics giant, whereas the actual selling of the product is someone else's job and their job is to just sort of facilitate the, you know, marketplace between the buyer and the seller. I think the other interesting question that we should get to is, you know, we talked about the rise of Amazon for 20 years and about, uh, you know, when it was going to make profits and how it was keeping um, margins so razor thin. I think it's fascinating whether we ever find out with Timu and Shein, are they, you know, losing a ton of money to try to gain market share uh, and, and how much that is the playbook. We
0: we will find out. And we know because Timu is owned by a public company in China called Pinduoduo, right? right. They publish quarterly reports. And when you look at something, these huge price discrepancies for the same product, you have to think if something's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. How can they do this? They are just burning cash. That's true. (laughs) They are burning cash, but this is the tech playbook, right? This is what makes them tech companies is that they offer you these steep discounts to get you entrenched in the system. And Bernstein took a look at this. This is a Wall Street research firm. And they looked at the Timu Parent, what they did in China and its path to profitability there. They found that it went from negative 100% 100% margin to a positive 60% margin after you know those shopping habits became entrenched. So they're essentially using that playbook here in the United States. I don't know if it's going to go the same way because again, there's lots of options and other Chinese e-tailers have struggled here and just e-tailers in general, but it's a very sort of interesting path to profitability they had.
2: Yeah, and that was something that we talked about when we did our Timu weekly deep dive was that Pinduoduo also gives Timu something that like other e-commerce retailers don't have, which is like the executives of P- Pinduoduo and the infrastructure and all this experience of how to do that and, you know, launching that in America might be a lot easier because of that.
0: All right. Last question for you guys. Um, Mark, did you buy anything? Are you going to buy anything today? What's in your cart?
1: The only thing I've bought so far, this is such a lame answer. I bought a uh, subscription to New York Magazine. I had let it run out and they sent me an email offering me uh, an annual you know, subscription for $35 a year. And so I, yeah, I resubscribed digital? to New York. Digital. Yeah. Digital New York Magazine. I like to you know, to, like you know subscribe print, to a bunch of publications and I'd let it run out. So I...
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. You're actually giving me some ideas. You know, I, I'm in the market for a Barron's subscription, but also the newspaper, because I think, you know, it's one of to the to get back great into
1: print. Ones. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. Good. I
0: like that. um, and I saw someone carrying it the other day and I was like, you know, just to I'd be love able to their walk short, around. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Put
1: it in your bag, put a yeah. Barron's in your bag. I love that. <laughs> Let's get into it.
2: Jasmine, what about you? Nothing quite as intellectual. I have like a lot of skincare products. I feel like Black Friday is a good time to stock up on skincare. Um, lots that's of that's extremely
0: like, Z of you, Jasmine.
2: Gen Z of me. That's, that's the compliment. Thank you. Um, yeah, lots of skincare, lots of random little products for gifts and stuff.
0: Well, D? true, true millennial. I'm looking, what did you, um. Yeah. Actually, I started my list. This is the first year I've ever done this. I made a list on my iPhone and my notes app of all the stuff that I wanted to buy. I'm not going to go through all of it for you, but a lot of home stuff. You know, I'm and I know that sort of the trend has been experiences. We are actually traveling this weekend, um, but I still I still have so much stuff around the house and kitchen that I got to buy. So nothing, nothing that exciting. Maybe some dining room chairs
1: You've recently moved. That's a reasonable. Yeah, it's a reasonable thing to be uh, to be looking at.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I'm not. I'm not buying the projector again. I tried and I failed once.
1: Learn from your mistake.
0: <laughs> and I, I'm not buying anything on Timur or TikTok, or Shein. I don't know about you guys, Jasmine. What about you?
2: I am. I'm TikTok. I feel like has ratcheted up their like ads since yeah, on your for you go. page in recent days. So they've been. They've got me.
0: All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Um, have a wonderful weekend, everyone, and we'll tell you what what we did end up buying. <laughs> See that? You haven't heard about the Crispy yet. Well, then you probably haven't heard the sweet silence after the first crispy bite either. Go try it for yourself to hear the best not sound
2: you've ever heard.